Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 145. I am your host, Alejandro Veda. Thank you for pushing play to another blazing week. We have so much in store for you. But first, I would like to just thank you guys for supporting this independent podcast. You know, this podcast has been growing each week. Uh, we've been seeing a lot, of, a lot of progress as of late. Uh, and it's because of uh, each of you listeners. And, you know, I'm looking for a great, great, uh, month. This is going to be a great month for us, I believe, uh, as we start uh, coming towards our goal uh, to 5,000 listeners for for uh, the podcast. I mean, it's an incredible thing. Uh, we've been moving really, really fast. Uh, you guys have been showing a lot of support. Um, I'm still looking for some feedback this week. Uh, as I've been saying throughout this podcast, uh, you can get a hold of me through all my social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, you can also email me at theblazepodcast559 at gmail.com. I just want to remind you uh, that this podcast is available on all your favorite streaming services, including uh, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, or wherever you guys uh, look for your podcasts. Um, I'm also giving away some merch. Um, for someone to just really just call in, give a message, um, give some feedback, you know, just, I want to, I want to give back to the, to, to some of you dedicated listeners that have, uh, really shown out th throughout this whole year. I mean, I've grown probably about 30 to 40% this past year. Um, even with, you know, the, the kind of the stoppage of, uh, the blaze talks and, and, and it's not a stoppage. It's just, you know, we put it on hold for right now. Just throughout this pandemic it's been kind of tough to really get out there, uh, and be comfortable, you know? Um, so I, I just want, I just want to make sure you guys take advantage uh, of getting some free gear. If you guys are a fan of the show, uh, make sure you guys just, just record a, a little message. Uh, tell me exactly who you are and, and, and where you guys are coming from, you know? Um, I looked. I looked at my unwrap uh, or my wrapped up uh, for for the year uh, on Spotify, and I got to tell you guys, I was pretty interested in in knowing that I have you know literally worldwide listeners. Um, I have people that are from the United Kingdom. I have people that are from uh, Ireland. You know, uh, and I, I would like to know exactly what why you guys listen or if you guys are. Uh, bringing more of an audience. I, I, I'm not too sure what, 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 what is how these numbers work. So one thing I, I do want to for sure do is just give back to those, to those uh, listeners that have been, you know, really been dedicated to this podcast. Um, and, and these numbers are crazy. You guys, like, I, I, I just think to myself, like who really wants to listen to me, you know? And, and, and one thing that I know is, uh, we've seen a, a big uh, growth in, in this podcast, um, especially the last couple months, which to me ha has been strange because um, it's usually the, the summertime that I really have seen the, the most growth. Um, but now, you know, we're going to be going on our on our third year soon. And, and it's just been feeling it's been feeling great to, to know that I got I've got your guys support. So make sure you guys just. Give me some feedback, like I said, on, on my social media, on the Blaze podcast email. Um, you can just 
honestly, just write me a little something. I want to just give back to you guys. You know, it, it, it's just amazing uh, to me that you guys have been giving me that much time. Uh, but this past week, you know, it, it's been really a mind-bending experience. Uh, went through a lot of emotion. Went through a lot of, I would have to say, some negative thoughts. And then, and then uh, now I, I, I'm here at the end of this week and I'm really motivated. And, and, and it's weird that, you know, for a quick second you can feel so bad, but then the next minute uh, you feel up and, and, and really... Um, awake um, but it, it, it took a lot uh, out of me last week the Thanksgiving week um, a lot of emotions a lot of different thoughts a lot of different negative thoughts you know um, but it was definitely amazing seeing you know my house filled with uh, with people you know you felt the body heat around you and you felt that great energy um, it, it you actually just you actually forget about time sometimes, you know what I mean? You, you, you honestly think that it's going to be there the next day or the next day, but really it goes so fast. Um, it was so warm, though, in this house at that with 12 people in, in, our, in our house. Um, it literally fogged up the windows. Um, so, you know, you felt that cozy body heat um, that I haven't seen in so many years. I mean, it's been a, a while since we really all have gone together for, you know, the holiday. Um, so it was really nice having a full house. Um, it just brought back tons of memories, you know, it, it, of being kids, spending holidays, you know, with, in a full house. You know, this time it, it comes and it goes. And it's not often that you almost get this kind of epiphany, you know. This feeling that, you know, everything that you've had before is no longer the same. Is this future that we're gonna, you know, embark on is is a lot different, and and I feel it. I think everybody around uh, around me feels it, and and it's time to really embrace that, you know, and and really start start to make new traditions, start to make uh, old traditions. Uh, a lot better, you know, and, and, and that's, and that's the truth. Um, most of my family lives, you know, 400 miles away, you know, in San Diego. So half of me, you know, leaves with, with them every time they, they, they depart, you know, we, we sep separate. So I appreciate all the time that we share as a family, especially when it is quality time. I mean, quality time means the most. Uh, I think, I, I think I get too caught up in what quality means, you know, sometimes and and sometimes I just have to go with the flow. Um, and that's, that's who I am. I, I just, I, I love hard and I, I'm loyal to the people that, that are loyal to me. So when I can't share that time with them, it, it almost hurts me. Um, but I just appreciate it. I appreciated, uh, them taking the time to come. You know, spend spend the holiday with us, uh, but we ended up, you know, just really not doing much over the weekend. We, uh, I smoked a, a a ham, made some ham, made uh, some hash brown casserole. I mean, we enjoyed our Thanksgiving. We enjoyed our time, uh, but really, it was about um, getting ready for the podcast for me. It was about 
uh, really getting preparation for uh, what was going to be uh, talked about on the podcast this weekend. You know, there's so much that I, I, I wanted to talk about, but when you when you have to really break it down to, you know, a good time limit, it, it's hard to talk about everything. But uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about is, well, this week I, I listened to so much music and um, I just wanted to really review Snoop Dogg's newest project, Algorithm. Next year, you know, will mark the 30th anniversary of Dr. Dre's The Chronic, which I believe is the album that really defined West Coast rap um, and introduced, you know, Snoop Dogg alongside with that. Uh, with Snoop Dogg releasing Algorithm, you know, it almost comes full circle um, as, you know, he is the West Coast godfather of gangster rap. Uh, but, but he becomes CEO of Def Jam. You know, it makes it makes this project from Snoop Dogg uh, almost spectacular. I'm not. It's one of my favorite, I would say, uh, older or newer Snoop Dogg albums. Um, I, he has so many different albums, and he has so many different you know genres that he has, you know, really made music in. Uh, but I believe that right now he's making some of the best, especially uh, with this project. Um, and this project is like a Def Jam almost mixtape, which showcases a lot of Def Jam artists. Uh, but Snoop Dogg, I believe, is known for his creative business moves um, and also his eclectic music style, you know, from his gangster rap, Christian music, reggae music, oldies. You know, Snoop Dogg is known for being versatile, you know. He's known for being able to promote, you know, his promotional prowess, uh, being able to promote his companies, being almost a genius entrepreneur, you know, um, this just, this album just reminds me of the younger Snoop Dogg in a way, like a re-emerged Snoop Dogg, like you, you hear it in his voice, you hear it in his lyrics, you can, you can hear the creativity that's bubbling inside of him. You know, it, it just reminds me why Snoop Dogg can really, could be top five rappers of all time. And it's hard for me to say that because, uh, you know, he is more of a pop, I would say, pop artist. Uh, but definitely he could be top five, you know, rappers of all time once it's said and done. Uh, and it's just his longevity and the way he stays relevant. You know, that makes him the superstar who he is. Um, he really has defined what the West Coast, uh, you know, sounds like. Uh, but with this with this uh, latest pro, uh, project, algor you know, algorithm, he's really changing uh, what, what, it, what it might sound like, you know. Uh, but my favorite songs off Algorithm are All Right featuring Redman, Method Man, and uh, another artist, that was uh, that's kind of new to me. Uh, Neferdi Avani, um, I'm not too sure if I said his name right, but um, make some money featuring Fabulous and Dave East, Steady featuring D Smoke and Wiz Khalifa, um, and this album has just been hitting for me. You know, just the features, the production. Um, I mean, the features alone include Usher, Ty Dolla Sign. West, uh, Mount Westmore, 
Mary J. Blige and uh, the whole almost a lot of different artists from Def Jam. Um, and this album, you know, definitely has his signature written all over. And I think, you know, Def Jam put um, the label in a, in some good hands with, with Snoop Dogg, especially um, the way that he's going to promote Def Jam. I think, you know, the positivity that it brings to the game, um, definitely the history, um, and also just the unique way that he's going to be able to uh, interact with different artists. I mean, I, I don't know who wouldn't want to be signed to Snoop Dogg. Um, so I think Def Jam is going to be uh, one of those top-tier uh, labels now. Um, and I just want to make sure you guys listen to Algorithm and let me know exactly what you guys think. But this week we're able to watch a bunch of shows, and I wanted to review uh, another Netflix original. Uh, this week I wanted to talk about Kevin Hart's newest drama series called True Story. Uh, this is a thriller slash drama, which really shows Kevin Hart's acting skills. You know, he's becoming more of an all-around actor to me, and I'm honestly gravitating towards this new Kevin Hart. Um, this thriller really shows, you know, Kevin Hart's depth that he can really uh, get into character. Um, and not only as a comedian, um, but but also just as a real, I, I feel, real character, you know? Uh, because he does play a comedian in this um, Netflix original called True Story, which uh, features him and uh, Wesley Snipes, which those two right now, um, if you have not seen uh, any of this or heard any of this, uh, True Story is about uh, basically a comedian who gets caught up while relapsing his sobriety, and then he goes on a full-on binge, and then things start to unravel uh, from there as he makes mistake after mistake, mishap after mishap. Um, then he tries to make things normal, uh, but things catch up. You know, I, I don't want to give away too much of the story, but I highly recommend you guys take some time uh, with this series. You know, each each episode is about 30 minutes long. Um, it's not a bad it's not a bad watch if you guys are binge watching. I, I, I prefer like two uh, two of them and then uh, take a break uh, be, just because, you know, uh, it, it, it can get a little too much into dialogue, which I'm not a, a I, I'm not a big fan of. But sometimes you, you have to just really pay attention to it. Um, but I, I think at 30 minutes uh, a, a episode, it, it's really good. It's really from uh, start of the episode to the end, you really get a lot. Um, so in my opinion, I think Kevin Hart really, you know, his ability to act is pretty pretty much there, you know. Um, he gets these serious roles, and he, and he, and he definitely uh, makes it his own style, you know, of acting. Um, I, just, I just say make sure to check out True Story, um, this Netflix original. Let me know what movies or shows you guys have been watching, uh, especially when we go in towards the Christmas, um, you know, time. I, I'm going to be talking about more about Christmas movies because I like Christmas movies and especially some of the classics. So uh, make sure you guys stay tuned as uh, we talk more on, on what we watch each week. And this week I, I wanted to talk about the new 
COVID variant, um, this COVID variant had been reported to the uh, World Health Organization last week. Um, the first known cases was dated back uh, November uh, 9th. And now uh, there is an increasing signs that this variant was in circulation in other cu countries before South Africa. Um, this is kind of alarming as uh, they put a travel ban on um, the Omicron uh, because of this Omicron variant. Um, there has been a growing number of cases being discovered, uh, especially with no travel connection to the region, you know. Uh, suggesting that community transmission is taking place. Uh, scientists are currently working to see how contagious and deadly this new variant is, testing it to see if the existing uh, vaccines will help protect from this variant. Um, so far, the United States, Britain, much of Europe has put a travel ban, like I said, um, on South Africa. Japan, Israel, and Morocco has banned all foreign visitors from entering their countries. So, you know, this is a, a pretty serious thing that I think uh, health officials are unable to really make a, an assessment right now. Um, but the first case of the Omicron variant has been detected in California from a traveler who had visited South Africa, arriving back uh, to the U.S. on November 22nd. So, a lot of people, a lot of of the health officials are saying that um, this was a a, a lot um, a lot. They think it, it may have been dated a lot uh, before um, the date that they've previously thought. Um, it's kind of scary, you know, um, that this variant has moved so quickly throughout. I think they've already said twelve different countries or whatnot. Um, the detection of this variant was done by uh, using uh, genomic sequencing by researchers at the University of California uh, of San Francisco. According to health officials, though, this this person was fully vaccinated, uh, but only had mild, you know, mild symptoms. Um, as all you know, patients that came, in, all 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 of the people that came in contact with them. Uh, were uh, tested negative. So this week, you know, Valley Health officials are warning people about this new variant. Um, and the message is to be real cautious and be vigilant. Many health officials have said this variant may take over as the number one variant, which will now overtake the Delta, as Omicron has been reported to spread more quickly than previous variants. Um, local experts don't know if this current vaccine, if the current vaccines will be as effective at preventing contraction of the variant, but it, you know, people are still urging uh, to get vaccinated. Also, uh, test regularly as every other week or once a month, uh, regardless of the status. You need to just go ahead and just make sure you guys are are doing your part to stay safe. Um, and definitely because um, you may be a symptomatic carrier of the virus, you never know. Um, so you may want to get tested or you may want to get the vaccine. Uh, it's a choice, you know. Uh, we've lost two people in my family so far that I've uh, heard about uh, this past month. 
uh, from COVID. And, you know, a lot of people close to me has also been affected uh, by COVID. Um, so, you know, I definitely going to take those precautions. I'm especially going to be taking my booster shot hopefully soon. Uh, been talking to my wife. We got to set up a date. I know last time we, we, we really were just taking our time, but uh, I know we want to definitely do that soon. So make sure you guys are staying safe. Make sure you guys are, you know, still social distancing. Make sure you guys are just staying as, uh, as healthy as possible. I mean, washing your hands, you know, just doing, doing the main things that you guys need to do uh, to, to protect yourselves from this uh, COVID uh, variant. But you know this podcast likes to review local artists. And this week, I wanted to review one of Fresno's, I would have to say, most underrated underground artists. Um, you know, we've been reviewing music for a long time, and I haven't even uh, thought about <laughs> reviewing this artist until this week. Uh, after I, I saw, I think, he, I think he has a podcast now, and I saw a clip of his podcast from someone's post um but he has definitely been doing music for a long time um his name is diego red and his latest project when all else fails uh but he's you know made a name for himself with his peers um he's also repping rep fresno to the fullest you know his style to me is real gritty with the smooth delivery if i would have to like say he sounds like somebody or reminds me of somebody, he would remind me of Pimp C. Like, his style is just real, it's, it's gritty, but it's smooth, you know what I mean? Like, he, he has a smooth tone to it. Um, I've been a fan of Diego Red since I was in high school. I mean, that's been a long time. Um, I've been following him since, and in my opinion, you know, he's one of the most underrated artists in my city. Uh, and when you line them all up, you know, I think that Diego, Diego Red could be one of the best, especially the way he puts, you know, his projects together. He, he, he gives the highs, he gives the lows, um, and the stories don't end, especially coming, you know, from, from Fresno. Um, his newest project, When All Else Fails, does not come short. His experience has now made him into a better artist, and this project has proved his longevity. Uh, my favorite song, my, fa my favorite songs off uh, When All Else Fails are Spike Lemonade featuring, um, I think, Planet Asia. Yeah, that was featuring Planet Asia. Fake News featuring uh, Mickey Fax and Locked In featuring Gage Navarro. I think you guys should just listen uh, through this whole project. You know, I think the flow of it and also the production is also uh, something that I gravitated towards. Uh, but let me know what, what other artists you guys are listening to. You know, um, I need to get some some new local artists on the scene so we can get some uh, spotlight for them, uh, especially the artists right now that, you know, haven't been able to uh, perform or, or really uh, make any moves since this pandemic. I mean, it's been tough, so... Make sure you guys let me know exactly who you guys are listening to. Now let's talk about some local sports and uh, let's talk about our Friday Night Lights segment. You know, this past week we saw the end of the Valley Championships. Uh, this year, Liberty was able to win Division One as they defeated Central 42-14. to 
Buller defeated Bakersfield 45 to 21 for Division Two. Uh, Central Valley Christian beat Washington Union 23 to zero for Division Three. Independence uh, defeated Mendota 28 to 21 for Division Four. Rigetti beat Liberty 34 to seven for Division Five. Morro Bay defeated Taft 35 to 33 for Division Six. And then Chris, uh, Fresno Christian defeated Mojave 54-6 for their eight-man uh, format. And then uh, Friday Night Lights State Playoff this week. We got Friday, Bullard 9-4 versus Central Catholic, who's 12-2. And, and then Central Valley Christian 10-4 versus Serrano, who's 12-3. And, and then Saturday, we're going to have uh, Liberty 10-2 versus Pittsburgh, who's 9-2. And these are going to be some tough games. So hopefully, you know, Liberty, who has, you know, beat Central and also Buchanan, who's beat some tough teams, may be able to get this uh, this W uh, to stay in the play, in the state playoffs and get into the state championship. So um, we got to push, even though they're not from Fresno, we still got to push for, you know, our, our Central Valley uh, Bakersfield team. Now let's talk Fresno State football. This week, our head coach, Kalen DeBoer, has announced his departure of the team after accepting his new coaching job at Washington. After turning the program into a nine-win team in COVID-19 year in 2020 and turned the dogs into a top contender this year, challenging his now-to-be conference Pac-12 with a big game versus Oregon and then a huge win versus UCLA, he really handled his job as a professional, you know, um, with a lot of class his first season, you know, he was doomed with the COVID-19 and then proved to be an offensive mastermind, turning the, the dogs into an offense powerhouse. Um, the, the offense was uh, top 20 in total offense, top 20 in team passing efficiency, and then top 10 in passing offense. Uh, with his new team, we'll see him get a raise of money, which the dogs, you know, they, they try to match. But definitely Washington has the budget to really afford what a coach like, you know, Kalen DeBoer uh, is looking, looking for. You know, um, he's looking for the perks, you know, which include high budgets, high-end facilities. Um, and playing in a major FBS, I mean, we, we really gotta, we really gotta make it, uh, a fact that, you know, um, Washington is a powerhouse in the FBS. Uh, when you're in the Pac-12, you definitely have those perks. Um, but news dropped also that, um, our QB, Jake Heener, isn't gonna answer, uh, enter the transfer portal to follow Coach DeBoer to Washington. Um, and this is a crazy thing. I don't know if this was all planned out or whatnot, but that is, I mean, it is what it is. Hayner had a terrific career with the Dogs. He led, uh, you know, the Dogs to a 93 record, got a spot on, you know, the conference's uh, all-second second team. He completed 67% of his passes. He threw for almost four thousand. I mean, he was he was only like ninety shy of of uh, of four thousand yards. Um, 
He threw for 32 touchdowns and, and only with nine interceptions. You know, with this departure, it's really going to leave a void for our, our Fresno State uh, Bulldogs at the QB position. As, you know, on our roster right now, we I think we only have, you know, three or four um, QBs, but all of them are red shirts. All of them are true freshmen. So, assuming that, you know, Hayner's not going to be playing in any bowl game, you know, we will be able to see one of those freshmen, if not all of them, I, why not start them all? But assuming that he will not play, we, we most likely will see Jalen Henderson, you know, who earned the backup role and threw only, I think he only threw like a few passes throughout the season. Um, but this is the first time, you know, in my, I would have to say 30, I'm 30, going to be 34, so 34 years that I've ever been a Fresno State fan. You know, I, this is the first year I've ever seen, you know, them have to go through a replacement coach. You know, it, it's so strange to even think about that, you know. But I don't really blame Coach uh, DeBoer. You know, we, we definitely um, we definitely had had been his kind of muse. You know, he used us to, to get where he needed to go. Um, and, and I can't take anything from that, you know. Um, I just think we need the right man for the job. Um, we need somebody to, to really take our um, football uh, – Serious, you know, we're, we're serious contenders. We, we've been a, a powerhouse throughout California through, for a while now. Um, so I just think him, for, you know, resigning, we're going to see maybe uh, Tedford come back uh, as I think he's probably the lead candidate right now. He had a lot of success here with this uh, when he had it, when he was coaching uh, before he had to resign from health problems. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be a tough one for the Bulldogs to come back from this, um, seeing what they do from here, and that's the that's going to be the question. So make sure you guys uh, come back to the podcast for more on this uh, Fresno State uh, football, especially um, the dogs who are, are bowl eligible. So we'll be seeing where they'll be uh, playing in the next coming, coming weeks. Now let's talk about Fresno State basketball. Um, our men's basketball, who's 6-1 and one right now, our dogs have finally, you know, broke their winning streak with with their first loss of the season versus Cal last Sunday, um, fifty-seven to sixty-five, but was led by number ten Orlando Robinson. Scored twenty-five points, nine rebounds, had four blocks. Uh, then their dogs got then the dogs got their uh, sixth regular season win versus San Diego, sixty-three to forty-three. And was led by number 10, Orlando Robinson, who scored 15 points, five rebounds, and three block, three blocks. Um, and then this week, the, the dogs will take on uh, California State University of Northridge at home on Sunday, December 4th. And then the dogs will be, be back on the road uh, versus the University of San Francisco. And our women's uh, Bulldog basketball is 2-4 and four right now. Our Lady Dogs are in a bit of a slump right now. They lost both games first uh, last Friday versus San Diego in a close matchup, 64-68, to but was led by number 0-0 zero, zero, 
Hannah Cavender, who scored 16 points, five rebounds, and three steals. The second loss was versus Drexler, uh, 63-46, to and was led by number 00 again, Hannah Cavender, who scored 10 points. And this week, our Lady Dogs will be on the road to face off against Cal today and then St. Mary's on Saturday, December 4th. So make sure you support all of your local sports teams. Now let's talk about the NFL. Sorry about last week. Really made the uh, podcast a little short. You know, had a, a little uh, tur- had turkey on my mind, and uh, but I definitely was watching a lot of football. And this week, I just wanted to talk about uh, division leaders and what we could expect in the upcoming weeks. You know, as we see the the season continue. So far, we are in week thirteen, and as of in the AFC right now, the AFC East, we see the Patriots at top of their division with an eight and four record which is one game difference than the Bills. Um, in the AFC West, we see the Chiefs at the top of their division uh, at a record of 7-4, but the rest of the division is only one game of, behind at 6-5, and five, which is going to be making that division the most entertaining division uh, for the season and has been for a long time. Um, and in the AFC North, we got the Ravens at the number one spot with a record of 8-3. and three. And they are only one game more than uh, the Bengals. The AFC South is pretty much ran by the Titans right now with a record of 8-4. and four. Uh, But the Colts, you know, are just two games behind and have been seeing a glimpse of some success and, and some toughness. Um, but now in the NF- NFC, uh, we'll start with the NFC East. We have the Cowboys at 7-4 uh, with Washington only two games behind. Uh, the Cardinals are still on top of that. Oh my God, the NFC West. I mean, this is probably the NFC uh, West and the AFC West are probably the two toughest divisions this year. Um, and in the NFC West, we got uh, the Cardinals right now, and then you got the Rams, who are just one game behind them. Um, the Packers are just dominating the NFC. North, as always, as they are 9-3, and the Vikings, you know, are four games behind, and who knows if they'll ever catch up, or if, it all depends on how uh, Aaron Rodgers and the the Packers are being played, Um, and then in the NFC South, you got the back, uh, the Buccaneers that are on top of the South, um, and the Falcons, you know, four games behind, we got a long way to go for the, the rest of the season. Uh, so we'll, we'll end up seeing a lot more of those standings change. But um, with the Week 13 matchups, we, we'll start with Thursday tonight, Cowboys versus the Saints. Um, then Sunday, Colts versus Texans, Vikings versus Lions, Giants versus Dolphins, Buccaneers versus Falcons, Eagles versus Jets, Cardinals versus Bears, Chargers versus Bengals, Jaguars versus Rams, Washington versus Raiders, Ravens versus Steelers, 49ers versus Seahawks, and Broncos versus Chiefs. This week we got a lot of division games. I mean, we got a, we we could see a lot of uh, different um, transitions in in um, in the uh, division, especially when we got the Colts versus the Texans um, this Sunday. We got um, Seahawks versus the Niners, uh, uh, Broncos versus the Chiefs. So. There's a lot of football to be played. 
uh, we're week 13, and I think there's going to be uh, 18 weeks. So make sure you guys tune in to for more on your uh, NFL. And now let's talk about the NBA. And the first thing I want to talk about is the Chicago Bulls and the Miami Heat lose their uh, second-round draft pick after their NBA investigation uh, for tampering. Uh, this investigation uh, had the, the league discussing exactly um, how they, they, they were able to acquire uh, Lonzo Ball for the Chicago Bulls and Kyle Lowry uh, for the uh, Miami Heat. Um, and both teams, you know, had, have great, great, um, I would say history, you know, Chicago has a Jordan legacy and then, uh, Miami heat has, you know, Dwayne Wade legacy, um, both really trying to, uh, compete, especially the bulls, which right now they put together a great team. They've been playing really well right now. Um, but I think, um, with these kinds of um, tampering um, claims, you really don't get away without being guilty. Um, it's going to be really tough for that to happen, um, especially when there's a lot of money involved. You know, um, I just think when it comes to signing uh, players, um, there's so many different things you can cannot do. Um, sometimes the teams do, sometimes teams don't. Um, but for one thing for sure is both teams are seeing success. And I think any amount of money was worth that for them right now. So I, I think nobody really loses in that situation. Uh, but this, the other thing I want to talk about is how good is Mello playing right now. And I'm not talking Carmelo. I'm talking LaMelo, LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball has been playing lights out right now. He really just spoiled, he spoiled a, a Giannis game winner, you know, as, as they almost really, really had. Uh, he almost, Giannis had a, a great night, uh, but, but he's been doing it all. Um, defensively, offensively, he's been showing that he is, going to be the rookie of the year or or not the rookie of the year but this, he's going to probably even probably uh, MVP of the year so I think to me he's going to be the determining factor for the East um, if they could really get get it together maybe even get another man uh, through trade we might see um, this this team this uh, Hornets team uh, make a big push in the playoffs um, I'm not too sure exactly how far, uh, but definitely a, a good push. Uh, but but the second thing I want to talk about is my my Lakers, who have been showing a little bit of life. I mean, uh, we we lost last week to the to the Kings in a triple overtime loss. Really, really deflated deflated me for the for the for the night. Um, I I just think we got to We got to. Uh, work on those rotations. We also got to work on lineups. Uh, we got to make sure that we stay healthy. Um, LeBron, you know, needs to stay healthy. AD needs to stay healthy. Um, we might be able to, to come back from what the deficit that we already are at. 
Um, especially if we be playing like a team. So the Lakers are going to be making a push, hopefully, uh, this this coming uh, month. Uh, but the NBA is just, just heating up right now. And that's one thing I love about the NBA around this time is uh, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of these teams start to turn it on uh, right around this time. Uh, but of course, you know, we uh, I want to talk about the, the the top five teams right now. Um, like I said, Miami Heat have been really, really pushing um, uh, the limit right now, and, and I, I think they're the top the top five uh, team in the NBA right now. We got number four. We got the Bucks right now, um, and then number three we got uh, the Brooklyn Nets, who have been really playing at a steady pace. Uh, Kevin Durant has been playing like himself, and James Harden really. He's really trying to find himself right now. You know, he's definitely not having the ball in his hand is, is really showing his weaknesses. Um, at number two, I got the Phoenix Suns who, you know, they, they've been playing. I think they have like the, the most wins right now um, in a streak. So I think it's 17 wins so far. And they're, they're, they're playing at, at an awesome pace. And then, of course, the Golden State Warriors, who their record is at 18-2, only lost two games so far. And that's without Clay Thompson, you know. And I think he'll be returning a lot sooner than I expected. I thought they would have they waited until probably February, but I think we'll be seeing him uh, by the time Christmas comes around. Um, so we got a lot of more basketball to play. Um, I think the NBA is going to be start starting to warm up now that we're in uh, the month of December. So make sure you guys tune in for a lot more on the NBA. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. Make sure you guys are supporting all your local businesses. Make sure you're supporting all your local podcasts. Make sure you're supporting all your local artists. I'm Alejandro Veda signing off episode 145.